This week in Everyday People, we talk to Hina Agarwal, a manager at a tech company. I answer the question, where do you see yourself in five years in the mailbag? And I write a letter to myself talking about a year-end break. All this and more in today's Everyday People. Hello and welcome to Everyday People. Folks, for anyone who's following, this is an announcement. This is the last episode of the year. I'm going to take the next two weeks off to recharge and recover because I am quite burnt out. It has been an absolute pleasure producing this show over the last year, but it it's quite a hard job to edit and put everything together. And I want to start the new year off with some pre-prepared material rather than burn through it. So two weeks off and then we'll be back on January 3rd. What's new in TXU? Uh, This past Friday or Saturday, I published a blog post called um, I've been feeling a weird acceptance and it's scary. Uh, And it's just me talking about how you don't need to feel urgency in removing sadness. Like sometimes you can just let your sadness be. Uh, so check that, check out that blog post and that's a co- that's a conversation topic that comes up with our guest today uh, near the end it's a very long conversation but we talk about how you don't need to find meaning in everything and you can just let some things be today's guest is Hina Agarwal she is my colleague at the at the day job the company that I work with called Singular uh, she is a manager of the customer success team here in India and uh, she's she's an awesome person like she's always somebody that you can go talk to has a has a lovely laugh that sort of fills the room uh quite confident and uh sometimes confrontational she's been my friend for over a year now and i had to uh literally drag her into this interview so because i've been i've been pushing her for this for over like four or five months and i think last month we were at a cafe we were having a on-site work day uh, where the people in Bangalore, instead of working from home, we met up at a cafe that they had booked and we were working out there. Now, I thought I had set up my mics very well, but unfortunately, we caught a lot of cafe audio. Thankfully, it's not as bad as I remember Ryan Seguera's episode, episode 103 was. It's still like super clear and easy to understand. Uh, so pardon me for the cutlery and the background noise, but you will really, really enjoy this conversation. It takes in a bit of time to like, obviously settle into the conversation but then i think i got some great material from her which i've caught in the blog post accompanying blog post her relationship with money her relationship with work uh, how as an adult she forms friendships easily and her tips for that and of course her principles that she recommends to everybody Uh, so please enjoy this conversation and i will see you after that for the mailbag and for letters to myself here's hina agarwal everyday people 116 but I won't listen to it afterwards. That's okay. Yeah. Other people will listen at least. This is me recording Everyday People with Hina Agarwal, section one. It's Hina. It's not Hina. Hina. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So, so let's get into that introduction. Yeah. I've always known you as Hina. Okay. We all call you Hina at work. Yeah. 
Why have you never corrected us about your pronunciation? Because I'm not too particular big, about particular it. Particular about it because more it's a very very common mistake which everybody does and it's not something which I'm very touchy about. So how is so your name pronounced name. exactly? It's Hina. Hina Agarwal. Exactly, and it's spelled H I N A. A lot of people just spell it like H E N A, which is not the case. So yeah, some sometimes people call it Hina or Hina or whatever Hina. Yeah. And you work matter. you work with people across different countries, of course, or different pronunciations of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your relationship like with your name? And the reason I'm asking you this hmm. is because my name Webhav has also been difficult to pronounce for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I've heard Webhav, Vibhav, Webhav, yeah, Bhav Bhav. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, so same for me, na, hi, na, and all that. So it's fine. So, like, where, how would you say, like, your relationship with your name has evolved over time? Uh, I think it's pretty easy going. Um, I remember. So when, like, in my childhood, possibly I was like four or five years old. I was not named. Hina was my name at my home because a lot of people have a different name in school and a different name at home. So at that time. I was called Astha in school, and hmm. I was never fond of that name. I found it like very, um, it was not fun for me. And then people like when I used to go to my school, uh, there were people along with me in my rickshaw and all that. They were like Astha ka karlo, Nasha Astha ka karlo, Nasha. I'm like, that's mean, and that's yeah, lame. Yeah. I mean, it's not like even fun. So why would yeah, you say I mean, that? Like but it, yeah, it's these are kids. Yeah. Ah, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be called Astha. And anyways, so. Uh, my parents were also not into the two name things they were also always were very cool with hina so and i thought it is a pretty nice name uh, so it's, a unique, it's a unique name i've never come across anybody else There's named so hina people. it's not super common but it's yeah. not a new name also uh, uh, when anyways, my parents named me webhav it yeah. was uncommon now it's really? become okay. now like there are many webhav guptas also which i yeah. there's a comedian by the name of webhav gupta when okay. you search on youtube yeah. he comes up bastard okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but uh, I think that was the time when I had a serious relationship with my name. After that, it has never been that After serious. After that, it's relaxed. Yeah. yeah, but I, I just like my name, and I, I mean, it's, it's pretty fine with me because I'm sure people will remember me more of as a person rather than just like being stuck up on my name because yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. So let's get into the meat of the introduction. Generally, I open the conversation with this question. Yeah. Is who are you? What do you do? And what is your current side project? Do I have to answer that all? Who, All of it. Who am I? Who are you? Mm. What do you do? And what is your current side project? Who am I? I think I'm still figuring it out. I think every ten years, the definition of me or how I know myself changes. But what I can definitely say is, I have become much more relaxed in my thirties. I think a lot of times people are very, very afraid in their thirties. I turned thirty-six in September, and I think I am at my best in my like. <laughs> At least after thirty-two or thirty-three, I can see, uh, say that because I have become like comfortable with myself and i think a lot of people are very lost in their 20s trying to figure out their shit like how life is going and trying to decide everything how their life should go yeah. and stuff uh, how they look how do they earn how they are perceived and blah 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 i was i was not too bothered uh, ever by how pe- other people perceive me but i had very specific notions about myself hmm. which i think i have let go and that has happened happened over time for sure uh, i have changed and of course people need to evolve um but i think there is a role of my husband also to play because he is a supremely random person and i am a very i was a very organized and a planned person so i think some of his personality has also rubbed on me uh, so i can just say like i have become very very happy and i have 
I'm trying to live in the moment. Otherwise, I used to think a lot about future and stuff like that. So I think I'm just another girl trying to have fun with my friends. I love spending time alone. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people who don't like to spend time alone and yeah. can't be alone. They feel very lonely. That's not a problem with me, thankfully, at right. least yet. Um, but yeah, I do try. Uh, but I was also never a social person. I think I have become very social now because earlier it used to take a lot of effort. Now, now there is no effort to it. So I think people find me pretty approachable, which is still I'm trying to wrap my heads around because otherwise I was a very people repulsor. <laughs> Even in my college, I can say that. And I used to give a very, very strict vibe to people. I really? don't know whether that has changed or whatever. But uh, yeah, now I hear like... Uh, that person talks to you and they approach me and stuff like that. I'm like, hmm, doesn't really fit in my idea of what I am. But uh, yeah, that's how it is. And I think uh, I am also like, what the next thing is, I just want to make sure that like health is very, very important for me now. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something which most of the people only realize it in their I think 30s. post-pandemic also people Not, are starting to realize. Yeah, I mean, happened before that uh, because I was never athletic or I was never into sports. Thankfully, I learned swimming and all that like straight out of school. But uh, that's it. So I think those are a couple of things which I am trying to work upon. I don't think it answers who am I. No, it answers it answers like, quite well who you okay, are. Uh, so, but we'll get to the second and third part, which what is, is what, do, wh- what do you do and what is your current side project? What do I do? I think I just try to enjoy my life. No, there for are a job. Ways. What do you do for a job? Yeah, so my my job does not define my life. It's a part of, of my life. Right? Ina, we so don't have to be... Exactly. You know, we no, don't I'm have just to, saying. Yeah. So uh, the good thing is that I'm enjoying the work which I'm doing. And uh, I have never... So I am currently at Singular mm. and I manage the CS team in India and also the operations in India because we have expanded crazily in last two years and mm-hmm. because everyone is remote there is obviously a need of extra hand and a help um, and specifically somebody who people can generally just come and talk to so there are um, so there are just two people who are directly reporting into me but then there is also a much larger responsibility so that's in terms of what I do but uh, I was going to say that I have never worked at a company for so long um, how long have you been with I have been with Singular. I completed four years in September. Congratulations. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so, and uh, so that's why. So, I think I like my job also because I figured out what kind of work I like to do and what am I as a person. So, that might also have a contribution to it. But generally, I definitely like working with people at Singular just the way it is. Pretty free-flowing and in the sense that I can be myself. I mm-hmm. think what I mentioned in my Thanksgiving video today, that I can be myself. I don't have to pretend uh, a lot or at least have to think about a lot. So that's what I do for my work, which is into the customer success management and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's on the work side. Then And we'll break down work and your relationship with it more in the second section. Yeah. Uh, any side projects that you're doing? I don't have any side projects, but there are a couple of things which I, of course, enjoy. Uh, reading used to be one of my very main hobbies, but now I I find it a little hard to figure out. So I think now I, my hobby is to buy books more than I can yeah, yeah. read. You're collecting. So you're collecting I, you're I, have, books. I have lots. I have loads and I'm very proud of my collection, which is always a nice thing. Um, I'm huge into travel. I love traveling. And uh, when I'm traveling, I just want to be away from people and into the nature. It's mountains or beaches, etc. So I have to figure out that every three, four months. And like, Where was the last place you went? The last place I went was uh, somewhere in 
Hulk or was it Wynard? Either of those, because I'm always confused between those two. But it was a very nice place where I finally got to stay on a tree house, and there were like monkeys jumping on my roof at 4 a.m. in the morning. So it's fun. But the idea is basically just like somewhere far from people in nature, where you're not thinking about anything else, and just like take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, but I've done a lot of traveling this year, which is good, and I'm looking forward to my next one, which is in December, so which is amazing. Um, so that travel is, as I said, which is huge. Otherwise, I am pretty good with like. Luckily, I have a lot of close friends who live very close by. Yeah. So then I spend a lot of time meeting with them, and then spending the entire day and going as, on drives. And as stuff an adult, like, that. like, have you found? So generally, I get the vibe that as an adult, it's hard to maintain friendships. Has that, has that been? Not at all. Not at, Not at all. I think, uh, fortunately, touch wood, I have a lot of people who are very close to me, and I have friends. I have friends from school, so I come. I finished my school in two thousand four, so I still have friends from there, like hmm. very close ones. Um, one of my uh, best friends, I met her in two thousand two or three. So you can imagine, like it's been twenty years, and we do a lot of so we do a lot of trips just two girls. Uh, so a lot of times people don't even people think we are something else, which is always funny. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun because we end up turning to be very very stupid, uh, although we think we are. Especially intelligent people, at least to handle shit on our own. But when we are together, there is a lot of shit which goes around, and it's always nice to laugh at your own stupidities later, which is yeah. the best part. So that's one. But I do have like a lot of friends who are fifteen to who go back twenty, fifteen, twenty years old. Um, obviously, not everybody stays in Bangalore or close uh, by, but still, like uh, we are pretty well connected, and you can feel that connection. Yeah, I recently um, reconnected with. Yeah. Uh, some of my school friends, some of my college friends, yeah. and what I've noticed is like the friendships that last are the ones where, when you do meet, yeah, you you immediately like uh, pick up where you left off, yeah, right. Yeah. There's no like oh we haven't met for so long or no. you didn't reach like there's no it's guilt tripping. It's actually like that. a like whichever episode you are on, you feel it's the same thing going on. But it's also like the most fun thing because it's not like oh my god I didn't know that this happened with you because you can always predict okay some some shit. With this person has already happened, so when they're telling you, it's fun, but it's not like a surprise. Surprise. So I think any any person you can just laugh without being judged or like just yeah. being stupid. That's a friendship. Friendships that, that last. Right. Exactly. So that way, I am fortunate. And you yeah. also uh, are into gardening. We are. I, I, I have so a lot of plants. Yes. Yeah. So I do. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, so how do so actually so I grew up in a small town which is Meerut in UP and when you are not in from a city city like a tier one city then you end up living in big houses and obviously I had a garden which I did not I did not do anything to maintain it was my parents who were doing the watering and tending to them and we had a gardener but uh, like we had like hundreds and hundreds of plants etc. But uh, that is something, as I, and as I said, I'm like very close to nature. I feel very, very close to it. So that's why possibly also I can spend my time uh, on my own. Um, so when uh, even I just moved into my own home last year, but even before that, I always used. I was always on rent, but I had like a huge collection of plants. Uh, so it just like makes you happy looking at all the greenery around you and. Also, like something which always surprises me that they need such little care. 
like a little bit of sunlight some water and they are good they are flourishing and as people you need like 100 things every day just to get by so just the simplicity of it it's very refreshing so i love it so that's the idea lovely so we'll move into our second section i'm just going to take a break here we are back with hina agarwal and oh you got the name right i know you make a mistake once and then you yeah. learn from it oh uh, you'll be surprised i know but uh, yeah so this is our work section you said you're a manager at singular yeah. handling operations for the india team as well as the customer success or customer support customer success customer success yes um what's your relationship like with work I think I have a pretty good relationship with work now uh, because uh, like I'll begin from my childhood because that's how it evolves over time yeah. right so of course we are we were from a middle class family and the focus was always on education and for some reason I was good at studies um okay for some reason I was good at studies etc so it was always the case that i had to stand on my own feet be independent and blah 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 so it was a very very serious and intense relationship and i did not have any fun in my childhood um also then of course like nothing major about it i did my engineering like the road thing and then uh, classic indian classic indian way exactly like nothing original I worked for a few years in in it company figure out i can't do this also it's like too boring then did mba another non original thing um did pretty well with my i actually enjoyed my mba a lot um but still was not sure what exactly is it that i want to do um then i think uh, it it was always like proving something to yourself right like you are you were the bright child <laughs> and you have to be independent and what happened beach mein huh. i i used to be so smart i got so much attention no no it was not like but you i have to do better or i, I can do, do better than yeah. than this way whatever it is right so not necessarily about money or the position but just you know that you are learning and you are growing in what you do and i think that's also important when you start in the initial couple of years because that sets the tone for later hmm. but i had an extremely as i said serious relationship where i was working too hard and getting stressed about it uh, so it was not something when i was enjoying the work um, i think that also happened in the last uh, couple of years where i figured my shit out and now it comes very in a very natural and in a free flowing way where i know what i'm doing and i don't have to think too much about it because mm. possibly through experience possibly things which have happened with me in singular in terms of how my career has evolved how the team has evolved and things so which i have learned and obviously if i'm working here for uh, a good amount of time then you know the nitigrities yeah. of things so you can uh, figure that out i think i should set the context that heena yeah. he, and i are colleagues we both work at singular <laughs> not in the same exactly. team yes, but yeah that's that's team. how i know her and that's how we're conducting this interview yeah so now it is pretty good now uh, when i'm working it's it's a part of my life um i don't think of a work life balance and think like that yeah, it's just a part not a, not your entire it's life. not my life but it is a pretty major part of my life because i'm spending most of my time working it's mm. something which is on my mind not something which is causing me stress mm. but because it's i am responsible for some things yeah. um and also i i have pretty good people to work my manager is amazing who is also like a friend so i can talk random who's, stuff who's your manager my manager is uni Yoni, okay, yeah, exactly. I know Yoni. So yeah, so he's pretty, pretty fun. So 
when you're working and you can talk about other things apart from work then it it's obviously good right yeah. because as if you can't have friends at work then it's not going to last it really won't exactly yeah. so uh, that's how it is so now it is pretty flowing i know what is it i i am good at what are the things which i need help with and like in the initial bits of my career of course i it was like very difficult for me to ask for help because i wanted to figure everything out on my own right because that's what like strong independent women now it's like ugh, overrated <laughs> you you become that bottom over time it's not that something which you need to be super serious about but uh, so the uh, yeah i think now i want to just to be made sure that all the help which i have gotten over a period of time i am also able to provide that to people yeah and every time which when i had felt stuck and nobody to talk to or figure things out some mm. sometimes you just want to talk talk it out right yeah. and maybe family or friends are not the right people because they would not necessarily understand the space exactly where you are in or if they are not that's ambitious i've always been very very ambitious um so then you need people to talk it at work hmm. so that's where you need friends so i think that has something which singular has also given me where i can express myself i can ex- i can doubt myself and i can express it in front of people who will show me a way or at least tell me that let's say they have confidence in me that i'll figure it out so yeah. things like that and it's not like with various people across so that's how it is you mentioned that you have a lot of friends that you are in touch with you mentioned that you become a social person yes what's the difference you found between a work friend versus a friend friend if any no of course there is there is a lot of difference i will not say that it's the same because uh, when it's a when it's a friend friend then your relationship is built over the years right as i said like i have friends from 15 to 20 years so they know in and out um there are friends like on whose shoulder i have cried cried a lot over pretty serious situations in my life so there is always that connect and you need not always say things explicitly they just understand so that happens with friends because they're like a part of you yeah right uh, they have a huge part of you. so that's how it is uh but you will not end up meeting with them every day so you still need your friends in your in your work because you are meeting with them every day and you want to connect with them um uh, where you can share at least the things which you th- you which you which you let's say you develop a pretty comfortable relationship with okay maybe you are not going to discuss what shit my mate did that day maybe you can discuss with a friend <laughs> maybe not with a work colleague but you still you get the idea yeah. because those are the people you are meeting day in and day out and uh, they are and then you're laughing with them like that's very important where you can laugh and it does not sound like you maybe you are bitching about someone but you are having a genuinely good time so that's a work friend time while we've been here we've had a, i've known you for a year now yeah. we've had a couple of good moments yeah. one that we can't talk about one that <laughs> Yeah. and one where we sat, uh, where we were in your car and we were singing enrique together <laughs> oh i was listening to enrique just yesterday because i had a long day and then i i listened to tired of being sorry like at least five times on a loop and in the morning in the car i think hmm, that's nostalgia and that is too much sexiness yeah <laughs> you know enrique iglesias is yeah. a hot hobo for me exactly it just feels me it makes me feel young So uh what's your relationship like with money? I know that's a hard pivot but we're making no. it. I think again I think I have become like with everything else as I've said so far I think I've become more comfortable with it. Um the good thing how about money is that I have always been responsible with money. I have never 
I have not a spendthrift, but I have also not been somebody who has run out of money by end of the month. Mm. Like even if it, even if my student is, and I'm also somebody like who will spend on others. Yeah. Um. So that's that's not too difficult. But again, then I'm not somebody who is very hung up on always going to fancy places or always spending on brands. So that's like a nice mix. Then you can save money. <laughs> Otherwise not. Um, so my father used to work in a bank, um, and uh, he had, of course, and he was the only one working, and it was he was raising the entire family, taking care of everything. Um, and even though he was working in a bank, I think the only time he took loan was possibly for when the, he was building his home, and I think a small one for his car. And we were just surviving on one person's salary right so there was always this notion that you have to use it very very wisely mm. and because of that he did not even let us take an education loan so everything which i did it was sponsored by my father which is great like even my mba was done otherwise i would have been uh, like loans are extremely huge right and that's what he taught us that you have to be good enough with what you are doing mm. what you are making and not to, let's say Hindi mein there's a saying right jitni chadar utne pair so you have to be wise with what you're doing but you can of course have dreams um, so that's how it is and I think like my the first time I moved and the, my first job so I stayed in Pune for like two and a half three years mm. it was I, I was barely making 25 or 30k uh, like 12 years 13 years ago Like right. how people start, right? Yeah. Where was the most fun? Like anything which you spent, the fun was 10x, 20x because it's like you are doing it firstly for the first time. Mm. Um, you're doing it with friends and then there is nobody sitting on your head saying like how much you are spending and things like that. So yeah. there's a lot of independence associated, uh, independence associated with it. And there's a joy in the smallest of things, right? Yeah. So, and- like even my relationship with money has evolved similarly in the sense of I was also from a family where we were quite frugal right. in fact just before we started recording yeah. this yeah. I was writing a blog post that is supposed to go out today and it's about money yeah. I talk about how, why I put away 50% of my money even though it's a very uncomfortable amount right it's uh, I always no matter yeah. what I was earning even yeah. like 5 years ago I was putting away 50% even right. today I'm putting away 50% right, right. so uh, would you say, like you're a fairly senior uh, person in your industry right yeah. now would you say you're you have an uncomfortable Living, comfortable living or more than comfortable living? I am very, very comfortable. More than comfortable. I'm like in my head. But as I said, I am not into certain things which also makes sure that I am very, very comfortable mm. because I always have money for things which I need for. I spend pretty leisurely, especially on vacations. Mm. Maybe not on every other thing. Uh, so I'm pretty covered with that. If I don't have to think about too much about it when I'm on holiday, when would I'm you, holiday. Would you call so yourself yeah. a minimalist? No, I'm not. Not at all. I'm not a minimalist. But you are a mm. mind full spender i am so see the obviously uh, over time i have done a lot of things right yeah. so if i have done a lot of things experienced a lot of things then i don't need to do it on a regular basis now so mm. there is a little joy which i'll get from doing that yeah. right so um let's say if i have to go out and eat so maybe maybe once in or twice in a year i'll i'll specifically make an effort to go to a fancy fancy like a five star restaurant um and take my parents around it but otherwise i'm pretty chill i'll go to like an Doopy or some place like that. Which just, is very tasty. Which is very tasty. Exactly. It is very tasty but I'm not thinking that I'm not thinking it from a money perspective. I just like enjoy that. Yeah. So I can take go there with my friends. I can dress up. I, I can go in my pajamas and just like sit and chillax and sit there for two hours and nobody's going to tell me to just like 
leave or whatever right uh, so what i'm trying to say is i am also comfortable because already i have done a lot of things so i don't have that compulsion to try more and more and more uh, which makes sure that my money is also taken care of but even when i started so i was already saving so i had my ppf i had my nps i had my insurance yeah. all of those were taken care of which is something which people do not do, necessarily yeah. do right they just run out of money and these are the things which were never the case even today i think i can very easily say i save like now i have a house as i said so there is a monthly emi but i think even after that i i am pretty much saving more than 50% of my income yeah. very very comfortably um and that's what i make sure so i am not somebody who will look at every end of the month that how much money is there in my account but it's mostly like it's in a flow where it will be odd. so i have two accounts i'll tell you that so one of that is which i use for my regular expenses which is my salary account also but then there is a chunk of money which automatically deducts from one account to another for which i do not have a debit card or a credit card yeah. so it's basically just net banking where my Understood, like yeah, it's yeah. for savings and things like I that i have to say i have a similar setup instead of sending yes. it to another account uh, i put it away into like recurring deposits or investments or other right, basically right. yeah huh. put away right right i mean of course there are investments there are sips etc which yeah. are and going you have on your own percentage the way yeah you yeah yeah so all of that is of course there but i do not let money above a certain threshold lying in my account which i use for regular Correct. expenses you put it away towards your rainy day fund exactly so if i need to figure like rainy day funds are also like different Done, it's not yeah. in my savings account but then i have some certain amount which i'm like always comfortable with so thing so uh, yeah i'm not struggling with it and i also make sure that most of the expenses are on my credit card uh, i don't spend too much debit card i don't think i've used in a long long time because credit card just gives you like points and stuff and like yeah, a lot small. of my lot of my flights are booked because of the points i have collected on my credit cards Lovely. so which works so i would just like i would say i am very comfortable and why i also think that till the time i purchased my home i had no idea how much money i <laughs> i have so last year i figured out and i think most like more than 50% we easily did the down payment from my own yes, money yes lovely um and the uh, so the loan which we took it was it's not a huge amount so that is also pretty comfortable so yeah. it's like in the lines of the rent which i always used to pay so it just feels like any other rent yeah. so we are uh, buying yeah. a house as well at the moment our right. family yeah. and i'm paying a decent chunk of it So exactly. I have, I have taken a small loan. I was able to give a little bit of down right. payment. My dad is giving the rest. Right, right. So like, yeah, it's it's good to right. be able to be in a place where you know yeah. you're comfortably paying off. Exactly, because it was also important because I am not a person who was huge into like I have to get my home or I need to get a car and yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, me neither. But uh, basically, my parents moved last year, so they left their hometown and they came and uh, not moved in with me, but we have like basically two flats in the same yeah. society, Similar. so we had to get settled. Same with like my family. Yes. We were trying to have a place for them and. Exactly, exactly. So that's why we had to like buy our own place, and uh, thankfully, I really like my place because it's huge, it's very open, and it's not a dent on my pocket. Uh, of course, I have to build. It's a space that works for you. It's a space that works for me because otherwise, I would have detested my parents for a long time that yeah. you made me go become very, very poor, <laughs> which is not something I enjoy. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty comfortable, and I think I should be like my target is that I should be able to repay and get it off my head in next three to four years or yeah, whatever it, it is. It will happen, yeah, of course. But it 
I I am also not a person who will save on my other expenses because as I said I'm huge on travel yeah. and I like my vacations uh, like if I'm doing four vacations and maybe one or two will be luxury luxurious other two will be like very economical and things like that so I should still be able to do that while I'm let's say paying for my home loan and stuff uh, we'll, so, yeah. we'll wrap up the section with uh, I we think it's too far and too long into it it's okay yeah we'll we'll wrap up the section I, actually I love it because yeah. I, I I find that people do enjoy longer form yeah. there is an audience for longer form content yeah. that's yeah, nice yeah. And, and I'm thankful that you're going into detail and you're being yeah. very open about it. So let's wrap it up with, um, if you had to summarize your relationship with work and money and how it's evolved mm-hmm. into three pieces of yeah. advice, yeah, what would you do? I would say you have to give it a thought at the beginning just so that you understand who you are as a person and how important that is for you, right? Mm. I am also saying it like money is very comfortable for me because... I don't have any dependence on me. My parents are, have taken care of themselves. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't have any kids. I'm not planning for them. So mm-hmm. it's basically I'm trying to figure things yeah, out for my own. And that's a huge like, deficit that you don't have. Exactly. Exactly yeah. my point, right? So whatever I'm earning, I'm basically earning for myself. And my husband is obviously earning. So we are in a pretty comfortable space accordingly. But these are the things which you also need to give a thought initially that how much would you want to save and how much do you want to enjoy in the moment. You do not... like. COVID, I think, has been a big learning for a lot of people, lot of right? People, yeah. Exactly. So you, some people have become more serious and some people have figured out to let go. And I think I started to let go before that as well, but I think that peaked <laughs> in it. Uh, so yeah, like work, money, both of them are a part, very, very important part of your life. But uh, it should not be something which you have to always give an explicit thought about. It should it should become free flowing. Like when you're driving a car, it's like you're steering wheel an extension of your arm. So it should evolve into that. So you've said number one, like figure out who you are and what basically it's gonna yeah cost. Yeah. Secondly, uh, money is important, but don't let it consume your life. Exactly. Give me one more. Uh, one more. And never be miser with your money. Like the joy which you get when you are spending it on others Something, also. Yeah, yeah. You should not, when you are doing it, you should not be thinking how much will be left in your bank balance. So you should always have enough for that. So that when you are with your friends, uh, you should always be the person who can easily pick up a check. It's not that you are not allowing others yeah. to do it, but it just comes from a place in your heart. Or even from random people, right? Let's say if my help in the how- house comes to me and she needs something, then I should be pretty okay giving yeah. it away. And I should not be thinking about, will, is she going to repay me or when is she going to repay me? You should be that comfortable that you are good with giving it away. And, and we are saying this, recognizing the privilege that we have of with course. the income that we make. Of course. But yeah, you want to get to this point, right? Yes. Rather than saying that you have to do it right now if you're if you're 20 21 listening to this you yeah. can't you can't do that right and we are in our 30s now i'm also in the 30 club now yes uh, the best best time to be in <laughs> and, and we're fortunate that we huh. we learned early that you know saving an investment is important and yeah. you get to a place where it becomes guilt-free like your whole relationship with money becomes guilt-free yeah so aim towards that exactly thank you so much Hina for this we will rejoin Hina in section 3 we are in section 3 back with Hina Agarwal my guest for this podcast. Yes, second time I pronounced your name correctly. After a year of knowing you. The most exciting thing to have happened this day. See, yeah. thank, aren't you happy you did this podcast? I am very now? happy. <laughs> so, uh, on our section about um, side projects. Why I talk about side project in particular. So, yeah. when I started 
these questions have basically been the same yeah. since the start of this project in 2016. Yeah. Right. And I realized that I was asking people about work and side projects because at that time I didn't have any work-life balance. <laughs> I was getting advice from people essentially. Yeah, yeah. But now I've kept it because I find that there are two types of people. Like people approach side project in two ways. Yeah. Right. Either they think of it as hobbies, things yeah. they enjoy, or side project meaning something that I'm doing on the side to earn more money or something like that. Right? Yeah. So you've come across to me as a person who's who takes it more as hobbies, which is good. Mm. Right. So like, I mean, neither is good or bad. It's yeah. just the way you approach things. Yeah. So we've talked about in the beginning, your uh, gardening, the spending time with friends, yeah. um, your love for travel. And now you mentioned sleep. Let's talk about sleep first. Okay. Uh, and there's some other small, small quirky things which I do sometimes. Feel free to mention. Yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> sleep. Uh, are you getting proper rest? Do you wake up rested every day? No. Uh, which which is weird to me because I have always been a person who could sleep for 12 hours. And even if somebody bajows a ghanti on, on my head, I will not wake up. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know. Since the time I put like a dream catcher. In my bedroom, I am getting so many weird dreams and very vivid and movie-like dreams and I don't wake up fully rested. It's uh, very painful for me, but I do enjoy, I, I do like, uh, I think a lot of people are going away like, now I'm hearing stuff, you are spending one third of your life sleeping and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care. I like, it's, it's fine. Maybe it's time to like take the best dream thing is, down though. I have tried it. Yeah. The best thing is like just lying in your bed, staring at the walls and the roof and like living in your, living in the world in your head. I think that's, that's an amazing feeling. You always don't need to watch content for that. So that's nice. In the, in the morning when you get up, like are you the type of person to get out of bed and get started quickly or do you like to... I'm a very, very lazy person. I will no, not, not, I will not wake up or get out of bed unless, until I have to or it is like the last moment. Now, um, the good thing is like since a couple of months, I have a gym trainer. So we have sessions in the morning. Yeah, I both also have a trainer now. Me and my husband both go for those sessions. It's a small group uh, of people, which is like, a lot of fun so that ensures that I have to get out of bed and in time so some days even when I'm not necessarily feeling I am still tired I'm always looking towards those sessions because it's not just workout we are laughing a lot also in those sessions which is something to look forward to so it has become part and like as I said like health is big um, the only problem is I've done a lot of different things workouts yoga etc etc I have not been disciplined the discipline is a huge huge issue for me so having a trainer uh, is great for that yeah. so it, it just ensures that your body is moving for sure because I can move my body but it's just that the intention is never there. Yeah, you need somebody to warm so, it up for you. <laughs> so yeah, so like I'm like a sloth bear or a cat actually. My my husband calls me because I have a lot of qualities which I can because they will just they will not move unless you kick yeah. them out, kick I, them off the. Yeah, I have bed. two cats. I know exactly. Yeah, so, so that's that's how it is. I will take a moment to mention. You know, we're yeah. sitting in a cafe recording this. Yeah. And for some reason, somebody is very intent on rearranging cutlery at the moment oh yeah it's, it's a big PTSD I hope these mics are not catching it huh. uh, because episode 103 uh, when I was in Goa I recorded with the owner of the hostel I was at yeah and we were sitting in his cafe yeah and just and that whole audio that whole episode is so loud clunk 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 clunk, clunk. so much and it it was so difficult <laughs> editing that audio to try and minimize it and I didn't 
onsite right from the company to london so then i was there for a week i was working and then i took like around 10 days or something See, that's off. how you know she's an upper management she gets uh, sponsored yeah, yeah. by the company no it was not uh, like of course the tickets are sponsored <laughs> but yeah then i went to scotland isle and then where did i go i went to verkala which was amazing and then i went to vinard and now i'm going to dubai so that's how it is nice but travel is something which i was very clear i think that is the only thing which i was very clear on since my bachpan because my mom was always like beta matlab bade ho ke tum kya karoge i was like ghumne jaungi so i was pretty sorted ki paisa kamana hai to ghumna is like where, a major major part of it where do you think that love of travel comes from okay so uh i'll tell you i don't know how it started or whatever but i can definitely tell you so my father was in a bank so he always used to get like a bada sa ltc every 4 years which is like a sponsor like uh, they pay for tickets and all so he used to make sure he takes that because a lot of people don't do that they will yeah. encash it and things like that and then we also used to do like at least one short trip to either a masuri or a uh, nainital something like that once in a year so we always used to go now of course like going with family is always not that fun of which course. people will agree to and then you when you were a kid you also don't have that much freedom and i was a very serious kid so i didn't know how to have fun on my own um, but I loved going to the mountains the Himalayas they I it's it's just something you you can find yourself you can lose yourself uh it's it is majestic and I have been to a lot of different mountains across the world but the feeling which you get when you are in Himalayas I don't think you can like uh, describe it in words um so I think from there possibly it became a habit where we were going once in a year at least let's say for four five days or whatever it is um but after the like since then i knew and even today if i have to choose between a mountain and a beach i will always choose a mountain um i am a beach person i am i enjoy beaches of course yeah, but, but, but mountain yeah. is like i just like i don't know so uh, i i love them i i tell you about my relationship with travel yeah. which has only changed this year yeah. because it is similar in the sense of my father uh, my uncle was a member of sterling hotel yeah and so they used to give some sort of credit system huh. which used to save up up to 3 years huh. and so every 3 years we would use it nice right? exactly so, yeah. yeah so my dad did the same thing and so we, i've been to uh, puri uh, i've been to goa i've been yeah. to 
Kashmir. I've been to. Yeah. Uh, I've been to like uh, uh, sometimes the holy places because right, that's right. where family decides to go. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I've always hated the travel because I was a very stressed out kid. Yeah. Right and oh, and then I loved. Sorry, sorry, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. But anywhere where you have to go in trains, I love trains. I love trains. <laughs> I, trains. I miss them so much. But yeah, hmm. sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, for me, it was always like you know because middle class family, you go on a trip. We yeah. need to go to 15 places in one day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Masool karne ke yeah, liye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So True. for me, it was always. Uh, One, two, three, from four. a hectic huh. life to a hectic trip so right. what's the difference right. only this year when I took my first solo backpacking thing mm. I really enjoyed that over four days I'm like yeah. okay this is so the reason I tried it I was building up my energy for it so long because so many people have told me travel mm. travel 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 mm. is the best travel is the best like, so many people can't be wrong yeah right yeah. and so for me to go and I was still in the middle of a depressive phase so mm. first three days I was super extra and then the last couple of days i decided to relax and be within yeah, the hostel yeah. space and you know yeah. right stuff there are days i mean there are very different days when you're yeah. traveling also some days you like, want to do everything some days you don't want to do anything yeah, but the point being hmm. being able to set your schedule to what you want to right. be being able to enjoy it yeah. that and then again the new environment the yeah. new people just the hmm. change of scenery yeah. triggers all the freshness okay the- i'll tell you one thing which i like about myself hmm. when i'm traveling i I don't take too many selfies and I don't post any of my photos anywhere. Yeah. Most of the times people when they are traveling they are not traveling for themselves. Enjoying it they're, for themselves. Yeah, they're, they're doing it for social media posts yeah. etc. Now, I don't have any social media. So that is a different thing. But still like Why just because it's you don't find any value in it. I don't. I mean, see, I have a lot of friends if I have want to stay connected with someone, I'm you already connected. Directly, yeah. I'm already connected. I don't need to see people their travel photos, what their schedules are and blah blah blah. Did you open a Facebook uh, account for the Oculus that we got? Yeah, but I did it using my singular ID. Uh so I never log in and there are ah, nobody lovely. connected there, so I don't know. Huh? Right. And uh, I I had Facebook. I started very very late. And then I think it has been four or five years since I don't have Even it. Even I don't have uh-huh. a Facebook. Like I have I it, know. I don't uh-huh. open it ever. No, I don't have it at all now. Hmm. So and I never had Instagram. I still don't have it. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sorted. Nice. <laughs> Coming back to the travel, sorry, you yeah. were saying. Yeah. So basically, all my travel is for myself, hmm. and uh, I don't necessarily also have a list of places I necessarily need to go to. um so i'm pretty open around it so wherever i think i i should or let's say now it is okay if my friend prefers going to one place i will also just go because, because it's more about enjoying and being there yeah. earlier i also used to plan a lot now i'm like fuck the shit i'm just going we'll see how how but it you is. do take photos on a trip i do take photos of course i do take photos but that's for yourself and that's for myself and if uh, like somebody is interested and i will send it to them so like my parents i will of course send it to them and some of my friends are interested i'll send like some peculiar photos which i found really nice and i'll send it but otherwise they are just like with so me you, you've seen my interest with photos at our singular events yeah, yeah. like it's only oh, i've never had that you know yeah. it's only within singular that i picked it up but also i think during that goa trip that i mentioned mm. i was taking photos very in a very particular decided way like i was i would take the time to frame something properly and click it mm. and if i'm taking pictures of people i try not to take again them looking at the camera because i can't put any it's, effort it's hmm. so 
you can't put any effort exactly i do put an effort because then the photo means something so mm-hmm. what i don't like you know hmm. you mentioned people posting on social media yeah. i hate people who put up the camera click 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 six yeah. pictures in one minute and they just post all of them which oh are the God. exact same and the point is you are also not capturing the essence of the place you're not capturing anything yeah yes. just you and the background that's all and, and exactly. the background doesn't mean anything and you you have the yeah. same expression yeah so like i try and take photos that at least tell some sort of a story yeah hmm. right and then curate it because putting the effort into it hmm. so uh, we had a lot of photo albums when i was younger my mom yeah. my mom had oh, photo yeah, albums oh yeah my parents have a lot you know what we should actually make hmm. as adults we should make photo albums so i can help you with that yeah we because, can like we- well actually i'm planning one uh, so i my house is most almost done and there is there are like quirky things on all the walls uh, me and my husband are a little bit quirky um but there is one wall which i have left blank to put all my travel pictures and uh, i've been planning to do it since 6 months <laughs> i've been able to no, do if, it if but also because it. we have way too many because he also is very big into travel and we have a lot of nice pictures so it's extremely difficult to decide but yeah that's something which i want to do if you mm. want my help let me know i can help you like sure. put it mm. together yeah. i am mm. now thinking that maybe mm. in december mm. i'll put together a 2022 yeah mm. you know photo album for myself why not yeah of I course have some very nice photos from this yeah this yeah 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 including yeah. some singular stuff some yeah. cat stuff yeah. some travel stuff yeah why not they're really nice it's mm. a nice hobby to have honestly of course like uh, you uh. remember i gave a session on journaling right in yeah. singular yeah i have now maintained my journal for over 2 years huh. and it does feel it feels safe yeah that you know you have memories of a life lived exactly and photos in general fulfill that same thing right. is that you otherwise for me it felt like i was forgetting my yeah. life as i'm living it yeah it is true mm. you journal i don't <laughs> didn't start up try to get the lesson no i have tried it's not that i have not tried even before you told yeah. me i have tried uh, it didn't re- resonate with you yeah i mean a lot of times when people write they are letting go of a lot of things yes exactly right exactly that's how it works for me it didn't necessarily work i have tried so i'm like and also it is it is a record and only times i figured like i should journal is when i'm sad i'm like and after 2 years if i find find it like some page like what shit i've written and why was i so depressed there is there is nothing meaningful here Correct, and there is no reason why you should be like so sad is that i mean chuck it. it no mm-hmm. when i when i read no, no. old stuff and i see i was so sad i'm like yeah. Okay, look how far I've come. I know, I know, but I've crossed that stage. I'm like, I, I was stupid. Okay, fine. I was sad. I know I was sad at that point in time, but there's no relevance. I because yeah. I, I would rather focus on the happy stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you you like so the story that we have basically uncovered for Hina Agarwal in our <laughs> is there a story to it? Yeah, there is a story. Okay. Like, oh, she started as a very serious, very oh extremely stuck, hmm. very stuck, very rigid, rigid child, yeah, and now yeah. she's become this zen, chill person who's like, हाँ चलता है सब कुछ चलता है. Yeah, now it is like सब चलता है. Why hmm. do you think you become a चलता है person? Uh, there's a dark side to it. Uh, one is of course, like I think by my. Uh, late 20s i figured out i have nothing fun i have not done any fun in my life uh, which is not the way how you live um because for doing fun you don't need to study too much you don't need to earn too much you just need to f- be comfortable with yourself and you need to surround yourself with nice people right that's about it i had nice people around me 
but i think i was just not comfortable with myself so that's that's a shame yeah <laughs> that's a shame on you that you have not figured that out in 30 years you have spent on this earth uh, also like uh, the way i was brought up as a like middle class and then you have too many responsibilities in the terms that you need to be this you need to be that person yeah. and my parent my father is like he's very very good at his work and he was very responsible but that also meant that he's not fun <laughs> or he did not laugh openly now yeah. you know how i laugh yeah uh, laughter is something which i have maintained i think the frequency of it has has increased now but when i used to laugh i could like fall off my chair and my sofa and like blah 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 i would laugh like that so but i figured out that that's something which you need to do on a daily basis rather than living in your head thinking about future and getting depressed about stuff which has not happened or you don't have any control about so that of course but uh, i think around 5 years ago also there was like a major shift in my life because my brother passed away hmm. and that was a road accident and he was 3 years younger to me so i think of course it it hits you it hits you emotionally but then and there are lessons which everybody yeah. takes and, and it, it becomes takes, an impetus for uh, reflection for and reflection change for reflection and change over time because then he was trying to do a lot of things because he was also trying to get settled in the sense in his job or whatever but i also figured like we spent so much effort on achieving things that because we we've just because we been told forget. that is what is important yeah. yeah and then you just forget that it's more important to have fun this stuff so from then on it has happened gradually i was just like there is no point to it i mean of course it's not that you let go and you are not doing anything but you need to live your life you need to be happy you need to be in the moment because i don't know it can happen any day any time yeah. right and uh, everything which you have worked towards in last 30 35 years it will not necessarily end up in the place where you are expecting so just just relax just chill yeah a little bit and when you are chill you will also make sure that the people around you are more relaxed yeah. so i think that was a pretty big shift i, I think just from a so i have lost a number of family members this year yeah um and just from a mental health perspective because of like my yeah. you know i've talked about it with i've talked about it with everyone basically yeah. i want that message to get out yeah. but uh, just uh, because of the nature of it i've been very comfortable with death for a long time yeah and i feel very fortunate that i have this feeling of okay if i die tomorrow i'm going to die happy yeah so i think and i i get that same vibe from you mm. i don't know you want to i'm not going to say you want to die nobody wants the, to die yeah, but, but uh, i get the vibe that you would die happy i don't know if i'll die happy but at least you should not have too many regrets yeah. around it because can happen any time hmm. let's wrap up the section with Whatever. a summary no no i want to talk about the quirky stuff go ahead <laughs> go ahead go ahead tell me so i i suck at dancing but i think it's also very very fun so a lot of times on weekends yeah uh, especially if i'm alone i will just like put music on full volume and i dance like anything that, like random that day we I had a care. dance party it was a lot of fun it was really oh, special yeah it was very much fun it was yeah. and uh, so that that's what i enjoy and like music is something which i love and then it can go from enrique to jagjit singh in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. but uh, like rage of no alap marte shut up no it's not that but like amazing amazing like instrumentals and stuff like classical to whatever uh, so i love that then um, I I'm not too much into drawing now I used to do it so I have done pretty good sketches earlier but mm-hmm. I think sometimes the pang is there so I do some basic 
like uh, fun stuff like drawing some cartoons or like with sketch pens and stuff like that so which is fun mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes i do a lot of uh, sometimes i do some origami and things like that so you will see this small small drawings colorful ones and uh, colorful origamis in my house at different places and then we also because we travel a lot we also collect small memorabilia which Chachkas. is chachkas yeah yeah very quirky small small stuff and i have like so we basically call our house a museum um, and you put it everywhere uh-huh. we put it so it's not like heavy things in your face but it's like whenever you're seeing something you know you remember that place yeah. where you went and the fun which you had so that's nice and then what else do i do i'm a very organized person at home so then a lot of my weekends also go with that otherwise i'm just like daydreaming half the time so that's what it is i love how your quirky stuff was singing dancing drawing the yeah. same things that every everybody it's, talks no, about it is exactly that is <laughs> no but i in general the vibe that i get from you which yeah. is the vibe i've always gotten from you is that you're somebody who's very comfortable with themselves now now yeah so mm-hmm. um Let's summarize the section with three ways in which oh, you think. Oh, but I did not dance till forever. I think till twenty-five or twenty-six, I did not even move. I now did not do. know. Yeah. Now I don't like whatever. There's just like a flow or a rhythm. So that's why I'm calling it. Otherwise, I would not have called it. So okay, so picking it up when you're older. Yeah, exactly. I think it's good. Huh. See, like my mom is fifty-four now, huh. and she picked up uh, eating non-vegetarian at the age of fifty. She yeah. picked up. Uh, a few different things at the huh. age of 50 which is nice you know like there's yeah. no it, it's i think something that we learn as we get older is that yeah. life feels the same and you can do whatever exactly. you want like exactly. you, there's no so i'm like, not saying i'm a good dancer i can't perform i have to let me but i enjoy it thoroughly yeah. like i will just jump around my entire house when mm. there is a music then when there is songs at full volume it is so much fun if nobody if somebody has not tried it just like try it yeah out. absolutely yeah. just like mm. if you uh, can just, just turn up the volume in. and dance Ka- just jump fun. yeah mm-hmm. now can we summarize the section okay fine go with, ahead with uh, mm-hmm. three ways in which you think your relationship has evolved with yourself like your relationship with yourself has evolved over time i already said it so many yeah, times yeah but this is a summary hmm. huh. then you summarize for me hmm. what did you understand hmm. what i understood my nice. see turn, hmm. turn it back on the interview this yeah, is how you this is how you Manage. carry conversations yes mm. uh so i like i said i think the first one is that you were able to pivot from somebody who was very serious mm-hmm. to somebody who is a little more relaxed with himself and i i guess one of the big impetuses of your life was your brother's passing yeah uh, the second thing i would say is the ability to pick up um new things to try something that you've never had a struggle yeah. with because you maintain a love for travel and newness over time so now you feel comfortable picking up say dance or singing or something and trying it mm. there's no age which is a good good relationship to have with yourself like mm. that spirit of curiosity and trying mm. and the third thing i would have noticed from this conversation about how your relationship has evolved with yourself let it, me see how much you were listening i was listening but like it's yeah. also about summarizing it succinctly yeah. right i think um in particular we talked about your relationship with work and money but i have already said that like previous can, section not yeah. this section hmm. this section we've talked about your <laughs> friends we did talk about your friends we talked about travel huh. and basically that's it <laughs> that and, was and, it and your and your small quirks like you said small quirks yeah you will see the small quirks once you come to my home so you will see it you hmm. you've been inviting me to your house you, uh, for, for let's seven go tonight months, so. let's chalo, go tonight chalo, chalo. Chalo. Okay. Mm-hmm. uh 
I don't have a third thing for you, unfortunately. I guess. Huh. But I will say in um, the ability to have a relationship with your friends and learn from them a little bit. Yeah. About what you want, what you don't want. Yeah. You, you mentioned your father yeah. was the breadwinner. The the sea guy. Yes. It back. Yes. Your father was the breadwinner, but he never got to experience the fun aspect. Exactly. Or he never allowed himself to do that. Right. And so that is another reason why you sort of have allowed yourself to experience exactly. that because life is about more than. Right. I mean, it's life you is need to learn from. what is working for others also what is not working for others i yeah. think you need to pick pick that and lot of times when it is said that people become their parents it's very true so you have to take a very very hard look at yourself to see that you're taking the good out of your parents and, and not, not the, the bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because then others others will also blame you that okay <laughs> as my parents are yeah. uh, growing older they're becoming children as yeah, do, as do all of course parents. yeah so i'm uh, learning to yeah. not be like my parents yeah. mm. um we'll start section 4 without a break then mm. uh, and section 4 is where i ask So based on the recommendation, now there was no recommendation in your case. I picked. See, nobody recommended still. I picked you. Okay. I recommended you. You didn't have anybody. I have a lot of people. Are you kidding? Okay. I'm interviewing nine other people within the next couple of weeks. Okay, fine. Let's not like then make it one of the list. Why do you think I picked you? Why do Why do you think I admire you? Because I think we have been able to laugh pretty openly on lots of random stuff, which possibly you might not have been able to think of from from a manager, manager possibly or whatever. I don't know. Something for you to say. But uh, I think we have been pretty comfortable discussing about, let's yeah. say, your depression. We have been stupid together uh, in different ways. Um, there is a lot of age gap. Between us, six years is not Fine. a lot. Yeah. I mean, in terms of work, because where everyone is well, like less yeah. than like twenty five, twenty six years, so whatever it is. Yeah, well, I don't. Um, and uh, and we come from different domains also, so they are mm. have they are like there is nothing connecting us in terms of experience and things like that. But the way we have been able to spend time with each other, I think that has been nice. So I'll tell mm. you. First oh, of fun. all, mm. uh, your laugh definitely like. Oh yeah, it, it's not. I think that's a big draw for, for him me. for me, and yeah. also that he can choke me. Any time when he enters the room and I sees am. me, like oh my god, kill me now! I just put put my hmm. elbow yeah. around her neck. Yeah. Uh, no, but so you you have that sort of laugh that sort of fills a room, right? Hmm. And and we did a tarot card reading also. We did a tarot card reading. <laughs> <laughs> you you hear her laughter, right? See, uh, so I actually last time when we did the whole uh, company uh, offsite, yeah, and we had those compliment cards to give, right? I gave one to Navi, uh, not. Not Naveen, uh, Neil. Yeah. I gave one to Neil, huh. writing that you have the kind of megawatt smile that fills a room. Yeah. Right. Huh. You are like that. You have the kind of megawatt laugh that fills a yeah. room and makes it's infectious. Yeah, that so I know. So that's one thing. Yeah. The mm. other thing is, yes, I've been able to talk to you about a few things. Very often, what ends up happening when I talk to people, right, is mm. that I assume the sort of sim. uh senior position hmm. i'm the one giving advice hmm. or i'm the one putting things into perspective hmm. and it's just the way i am hmm. and sometimes i feel bad about that not because i'm giving advice to people i love that especially if i can help them yeah. but because i am not able to find somebody who's able to do that for me yeah and uh the one time when we went up to the rooftop together uh i was talking to you and i was noticing oh you're not letting me do that and mm. you were still giving me advice and mm. i really really appreciated that mm. right like to be to be able to talk to somebody who is more senior than you and who's able to maintain that seniority over you 
has been an experience that's been missing from my life as very few people that have been able hmm. to give that to me god so you making me sound so old i know right she's 55 But years old guys i was just talking to somebody oh yeah my friend yesterday we were discussing something and she was like we didn't do anything in my jawani i'm like my jawani is started now yeah. so yeah so don't make me sound so serious no, but i i appreciate it yeah. nonetheless yeah right <laughs> and yeah like the fact that you are an extrovert in a tech company Hmm. is is very difficult to find like i often end up being the only extrovert in the room hmm. right so i i know i can we are the type of people who when something needs to be done yeah. and leadership needs to be taken yeah right we both step up like okay start corralling people to move to one place or start yeah, yeah, yeah. start dancing yeah like <laughs> so go from the hotel to this place and everything yeah, yeah. we both help priyanka out with these yeah. sort of things and she yeah. and she was the only hr uh-huh. so yeah that, that that's what i mean like being able to find somebody else who is trying to do what they think is right all the time but it's not an effort mm. you think that yeah and and we have both become those sort of people mm. where it's natural to us and yeah. it actually minimizes the amount of effort we are putting in exactly but that mm. quality is missing in so, so many people right? it is yeah to be able mm. to lead and to make things happen mm. that's why i admire you Hmm. Thank you, thank you so much for the kind words. That's why I write you. me a note so that I can frame it and whatever put it yeah, on the I'll wall. Nice I'll, handwriting. I'll make it nice florally. Yeah, yeah. Talk about my tarot card reading also. No? Hmm. I've forgotten already. Sure, <laughs> we'll do it again then. Nobody we'll said it. a lot of nice things, which I remember because I was laughing so much on Go that ahead, as well. Go ahead, tell me what you remember about that. I remember because you said you have a large personality or someone who commands the room, and I was like, ha ha ha, and. Uh, I don't remember anything. Yeah, I, I did a tarot card reading for her. Hmm. I'm a very, very yeah. beginner. But basically, I came up as I came out as a very, very strong person, personality. personality so you that. got a major arcana card in her reading. That's why. Good. One or two? I think. Yeah, I think two. Two, ma- two major arcana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's was I have no clue about tarot cards, and this was the first time I was doing it. And then he was like, "Oh, this is huge! Oh, this is huge!" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> Something good is coming from um, by coming to office because we anyways go rarely, once in two months, three months. So yeah, so that was pretty fun session. We should do it again. We But did. you were also learning at that time, so I, maybe you read it wrong. So no, you no, should I, try it again. What I can definitely tell hmm. you is that I didn't read it wrong because I was referring to okay. the notes at okay. the time, right? Fine. Uh, but yeah, like I, it's something. Again, it's one of the things that I'm interested in, like at a cursory thing. It's not a mm. major hobby, but I do want to pick it up because just the richness of storytelling that you can do yeah. with tarot is a lot. Yeah. Um, but the section done? we talked, no, we are closing up though. Okay. So section four is generally about principles. Hmm. Uh, we've talked a lot about, and I've asked you enough three things questions. Yeah. Uh, but I would ask you to speak not to me, but directly to the audience. Yeah. Three principles you think you should live your life by. three principles i think definitely you should be very very open to trying out things and not judging others without trying them out of yeah. course you don't don't want to murder a person yeah. there is a limit try good things yeah no try bad things also and decide for yourself yeah, no don't only harmful to yourself not harmful to others yeah like drink. no not necessarily even harmful to you but uh, you figure it out right whether like how do you want to explore it and what is your relationship with those things like yeah. don't like be super open to things i think that's yeah. very important because uh, that that also gives you stories to remember like memories if you are very rigid you won't have anything to remember about your life or talk about your life to others and things like that so i think that is definitely one uh second is surround yourself with good people and be good to 
others as much as yeah. possible. Be a positive influence, not a negative one. Like there is, there are like hazard shit going on around the world yeah. in your office on any given day you can figure out like 100 things which are going wrong but that is not a reason to be bitchy about or be negative about or spoil your day I think yeah. one good reason just to be happy which is what everything is for yeah. uh, is good and stop trying to search for a meaning in everything I think that also makes people very heavy and bulky like sometimes you just need to let go and enjoy like don't try to become a baba or whatever because I, I like I figured out there is no meaning to it all Yeah. you have to just like live in the moment why was I born why was I born in this family why am I at this stage where will I go why is this happening only to me like shut up you shut are not up, the yeah. most important person in the world so there are things which are happening there are good things of course which are happening with others bad things which are happening with others same with you just like but the way you approach the things which are happening with you is what defines it not basically how it's happening outside so I think there is a lot of things which you can do good for yourself rather than waiting for them to happen to you. So I think, have we covered three? Yeah, we've covered okay, three. Fine, thank and, God. and I'm really happy with the last one, the third one, because not too many people give that one. Is that yeah. stop trying to look for meaning in everything? Yeah. It's something okay. that I do as well, like look for meaning and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think our section five is going to be really, really short because you're not going to promote your business because you're in a B2B company. I have no business. And, and, and you're not <laughs> going to promote your social media because you don't have I any. I have no, no social, social media. media. So instead, yeah. send the audience off with one recommendation on something to watch or listen to. Oh, something to watch. Okay, so because I've talked so much about travel, travel, travel. So there is this channel which I really enjoy on YouTube. It's Ronnie and Barty. I think quite a few of you might have already seen it. But it's unlike any travel channel where they're telling you five different things to do. But it comes from the place where they talk about why are they enjoying where they are. And of course, they are from Manali, so they are a lot into the mountains and stuff, which really resonates. And they have beautiful music in the background. They do a lot of their work, so which is something I enjoy. So when I'm watching their videos, it feels like I am there and I'm feeling it. It's not something which I'm taking off the list, like five things you need to do when you are in the city and blah, blah, blah. So just like go and watch, enjoy the music, watch the scenery and something which you can do over and over. Their videos are so nice. So Ronnie and Barty. And I've taken the link from her and put it in the description of this podcast so you can go check it out there. Yes. Hina Agarwal, thank you so much for sitting down with Amazing. me. Amazing. Tell me how long was it for because... It's about an hour. It's about an hour? You said it was like 15-16 minutes earlier. But now we've been talking and I can see it's been an hour. Amazing. See, I can talk now. Yes. yes. How was that whole experience for Amazing. you? Amazing. You were hesitant good. to do it. No. I mean, I was not hesitant, but it's just something which I've never tried. But then, hmm, as as I said, let's, let's be open. And also because you blocked my calendar, calling it a chokehold. Chokehold? Hmm. Chokehold, choke yeah. Hold. I blocked a calendar with an event called chokehold. Yeah, he grabbed my up. laptop from me and blocked my calendar. So, of course, I had to do it. But it was, it was pretty fun. I think I have not talked about myself so much ever. So... Oh. Positive yeah. experience? Yeah, it was good. It was nice. Good, because this mm. series works on the basis of recommendations and I will need your recommendations to uh, for future episodes. Okay. So, for mm. all of you, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I will see you next time on Everyday People, Tuesdays and at those 10. those who did not enjoy, don't tell me because you there's no way you can tell me. So, you you yeah. can tell me and yeah. I'll let yeah. her know. Yeah, that's his problem, not mine. Thank mm. you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again to Hina Agarwal for sitting down with me for that wonderful conversation. Now, the mailbag. 
In this week's mailbag, we answer a question from Raksha. Where do you see yourself in five years? Thank you for the question, Raksha. And I know why you asked it. It's because it's the cliche interview question. In my experience, nobody asks this anymore because companies don't expect you to stay with them for five years. It used to be the cliche trick question because the expected answer was I'm still going to be with this company in a higher position working on a bigger scope of work. But nowadays, companies barely expect you to be with them for two years, let alone five. And even in your personal life, it's kind of impossible to plan five years ahead. If I think back five years, I had just started coaching in Toastmasters. I was earning a third of what I was earning. I was still in my first job out of college and I was sick and I was a completely different weight. Like there's so many factors that have changed in five years that I cannot possibly imagine thinking ahead that far so i would rather you ask yourself where you're going to be in one year with milestones at three months six months nine months because that's enough time to do most of whatever you want to do if you're a student then yes you can think about like where you want to be in five years but the, you'll not be experienced enough in life to really have a proper idea of where you want to be and as an adult like you have to consider you know, your health as the number one thing because that can change in a second. And so planning five years ahead assumes a certain amount of health and wealth privilege. If you want to plan that far ahead, my recommendation for you is to make something called a vision board. A vision board is nothing but a collection of material, uh, either printouts or cutouts if you want to make a physical one or a Pinterest board if you want to make it digital. But it's a collection of things that inspire a certain mood or vibe to give you an idea of what you want. So collect pictures of people that inspire you, things uh, of work that inspires you, of positions or, you know, possessions, whatever you want it to be. Like if, it, if it's materialistic, so, so be it. And if it's idealistic, so be it. But rather than trying to arbitrarily answer a question about five years ahead, prepare a vision board which gives you a rough idea of what you want to do and then approach it from there. Thank you again for the question. That has been the mailbag. Letters to myself, week of 13th December 2022. Hello Webhoof. I'm ending the year happy but burnt out. It's such a strange experience. Happiness feels so fragile. It's hard not to treat happiness as the absence of discomfort. The moment something goes wrong, I'm no longer quote-unquote happy. This has been an incredible year for me. I turned 30. I took my first ever solo trip. I planned though could not execute international travel. I restarted Everyday People as a podcast. I became leaner, healthier and more stable. I learned... I taught, I made people laugh. Loneliness started to mean less and being social became easier. And yet as I approach the finish line, I find myself flagging again, not enjoying the things I loved, not wanting to do anything, not wanting to chase more. Happiness feels so fragile. But when I loosen my grip on it, it doesn't break as easily. I'm not happy. And that's okay. You don't have to be happy. Just be. We do things because we want to do them. And this year, that has never been more true. We do things because nothing matters. So we might as well pass the time and smile along the way. Who said happiness has to be the goal? We will continue to chase newness. 
because then happiness comes right back, kowtowing us to take it along for the ride. Let happiness chase us. We're done running behind anybody. Not a chaser, Webber.